Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. All right, welcome everybody to Just the Tips. This is James P. Friel. I'm here with my very good-looking colleague, Dean Holland, and we are excited to have you here today. We've got a really cool show uh, with a very, very special guest who's broadcasting from a far-flung jungle on the other side of the planet. But before we get to Allison, Mr. Dean Holland, how are you today? Hey, my equally good friend. <laughs> I'm awesome. How, how about yourself? It is exciting to be doing this. <laughs> yeah, excellent to be here. So, uh, so I'm excited uh, for a lot of things today. We've got a real treat for everybody. Allison Prince is here with us. Allison, can you hear me? I can. I'm here. Excellent. And where exactly is here? <laughs> right now, as of this moment, I'm sitting outside of a bungalow listening to frogs and lizards talk to each other. <laughs> and it's right. about just uh, <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. Like, I am in the jungle right now. You are. I assume you're not talking about me and James when you say these lizards talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the non-English speaking ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> in the background that I'm, I'm sort of glad that I'm not there uh, where they, you know, all these creepy crawly things. So you're in the jungle in Thailand, right? That's where you are? I am. I'm up in Chiang Mai, which is uh, northern Thailand. Yeah, that's where your dad grew up, isn't it, Dean, in Chiang Mai? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. native. Yeah, yeah native. Yeah. Chiang Mai, right. yeah, you can tell by Dean's accent. He's from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so in all seriousness, so, so you're, you're there in Thailand, you know, but this is not accidental, right? And I think uh, you know, I just kind of want to get into introducing you to everybody. And what you're doing, because I think a lot of the entrepreneurs that are listening to the show uh, can relate to wanting to build a business that, you know, obviously makes money, right? We all want to make money. We want to grow and do all these th- different things. But we also want to kind of have the freedom to explore our lives the way that we want to. And so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about uh, about what you're up to right now and how that specifically has facilitated you being able to, you know, kind of have this podcast show with us right from the jungle. <laughs> All right, I will. And uh, we've got some thunder rolling in the background. So uh, if the power goes out, I'm sorry. Yeah. And yeah. as you know, Allison, we can't be responsible. You have to hold us harmless in the recording <laughs> of the show in case you get struck by <laughs> yeah. lightning or any, any lizards yeah. attack or whatever. Like, we love you, but, you know... <laughs> we, yeah. we, no walking around holding the laptop above your head in that thunderstorm just to keep yeah. signal. <laughs> exactly. It's okay if you have to go inside. <laughs> if you start to hear screaming, you may have to edit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll leave that in. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I am sitting in Thailand. And why I'm sitting in Thailand is because I've always wanted to bring my family out here to be able to see a different side of the world and for them to be able to experience something that they'll never get to experience in the Utah bubble that we live in. 
when we had children, we knew that they were going to become teenagers, which are kind of scary, right? And I guess the world that we live in, teenagers start to feel more entitled. And so we wanted to bring them out to a world to show them just really what they have and to learn just more about themselves and about what they want and just to see a different side of the world. And so we have been planning this for 16 years and I think life just gets so busy sometimes. And so last year, my husband and I sat down and we said, okay, how are we going to make this a reality? How are we going to do this? And so uh, that's when I signed up for Russell Brunson's Inner Circle. And then we took the steps to creating a course online so that I could work from wherever we wanted to. We're in Thailand for three weeks and I've been able to do podcasts. I've been able to help people grow their businesses and live my dream. And I actually started a group called the Because I Can Clan. And that helps people to live the the life they want to because they can. And I'm out here today because I can, because we chose to build a lifestyle around what we wanted as a family. Awesome. Awesome. So I think before everyone gets the wrong point that you're, you know, this just quiet, you know, housewife sort of person (laughs) who lives in Utah and does all these things like people should be clued in earlier rather than later on this in this show that you're a complete badass who already owns seven different businesses. Is that correct? Yeah, seven different businesses. She's like, yeah, that's all. I just, you know, yeah. <laughs> I assume you just took it easy for the last few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's just been taking it easy, but she was smart enough to figure out that when she had kids, eventually they become teenagers. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So what's different about what you're doing right now than potentially what you've done with, you know, all these other businesses, which I know from other places that have been wildly successful also? Well, I think it depends. Like what I've learned is where do you want to be successful? You can be successful doing anything, right? You can be successful building a podcast. You can be successful building an e-course. You can be successful in e-commerce. It's just what type of lifestyle do you want? And so I started with all these e-commerce sites, which are still up and running and doing amazing. And they're wonderful. I just, I wanted another lifestyle. I want to try something else because I built that lifestyle of those businesses. Many of them are million dollar companies and I wanted to try something else. I feel like I have conquered that, right? And, and been successful at that. So then I hear about all these uh, entrepreneurs out there that are traveling the world with their laptops making millions. I'm like, okay, I want to try that. See if we can do that as a family and have a, a different lifestyle where I'm with my kids even more. We went down to uh, something called a wet market, which is a little bit crazy. And they take fish and they're chopping off heads right in front of the children and the kids are screaming and but it's just something that we would never experience at like Albertsons, right? right. <laughs> like like, so, so that's cool. I like I like that. You're using your entrepreneurial ability to basically terrify your children. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I don't know that enough people take advantage of that. <laughs> <laughs> James has some of the best stories. We probably don't have enough time to go into that. But. We certainly don't. So uh, once once they got done screaming and they were, you know, terror had sort of ended from the wet market. (laughs) I love that it's called that, by the way. Once that that was over, so what what was the, what do you think they're learning? What do you think the kids are learning right now on this, 
on this trip that you're taking them on because of this decision? I think they've learned that <laughs> rice does not just come from the grocery store, but it comes from the rice fields. They're grateful. They complain about school all the time. I think they're seeing a different side of things, and uh, they're actually appreciating learning, which is kind of fun to see as a mom. And then another thing is my girls, they are entrepreneurs too. Two years ago, they started a business and they sold over $100,000 in nine months. And they're learning how entrepreneurship can change their lives and they can have the life that they want to. They don't have to go work a nine to five job. Or if they want to stay home and be with their kids, they can because they can, right? It's They have the choice to do what they want to do. I mean, I just love the, the blase skip over my two young children there, just, just crushed the, you know, just, just did a hundred K in the last nine months. And, and then we'll just keep on moving from there. Do we, do we just, do we just not pause at that part? I mean, yeah, I don't exactly. No, I, I had the, I'm so glad you said something. I had the exact same thought. I was like, hold on, wait a second here. So, so you basically, your children at whatever age they are, have already figured out how to be in the 1% and they're not, they're not out there, you know, picketing. And, you know, trying to cause change on Wall Street, they're just deciding to quietly crush things uh, <laughs> with their mom when she's not taking them to the jungle. So we need, right. to hear, yeah, we need to hear more about this. Okay, so actually, I, this is what my course is on, is how they did this. And we've repeated it with many people, and they are becoming successful too. So they were uh, 10 and 13 at the time, and my 13-year-old would come home and just in tears. She was in junior high and she's like, mom, I can't get the locker open. I cannot get my books out of the locker. And I'm like, it's okay, honey. You just sold $5,000 today. You can pay someone to open up your locker for you. (laughs) (laughs) That is so cool. (laughs) That's a different perspective. (laughs) I know. Now she's 16. And she doesn't want her driver's license. She just keeps telling me, Mom, I'm just going to call Uber to take me to school. And I'm like, no, you're not going to use Uber. You're going to walk. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, uh, Mom, you told me I could pay somebody to open my locker. Why can't I pay somebody to drive me? <laughs> That's right. It's biting me in the butt. <laughs> a few years from now, you'll find out she's actually been paying someone to go to class. She's not been going to school. <laughs> those grades. She's been paying for those grades. She gets like a summary book at the end of the day with one page notes on today's eight eight hours of schooling. (laughs) Here's what you missed missed during your classes. Here's what you need to know. (laughs) Pop questions that your teachers might ask you. I I like it. Well, well, this went in a totally different direction than I had anticipated. (laughs) Her her daughters are the ones we should have had on this podcast, Dean. (laughs) They're the real enterprising ones. The real star of the show. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Go grab them out of that hut that you're in in the jungle there. We need to talk to them. (laughs) What on earth is this program? I want to hear more about this in all seriousness. So so they made 100K in nine months. How old are they? They were 10 and 13 at the time. Oh, so they were already old at that point. Totally. Real real underachievers. Yeah, yeah. They were were Um, pushing double digits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. one of them had just crossed the double digit threshold. (laughs) Yeah, it's a shame uh, shame she couldn't have squeezed that in before she hit 10. Seriously. Um, Next life, we'll get it. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Maybe you'll have another child. 
So what exactly did they do? Like, and more importantly, you said that you've done this in a variety of different places. Is this something that's teachable for other people? Like, what do you got going on there? We need to know more about this. Yeah. So actually we teach the three secrets on how they made this happen. The secret number one is a lot of people think they need to have this huge ginormous shark tank idea to be successful. And you don't. With them, they sold scarves. How many billions of scarves have been sold out there, right? And they just took a scarf and found the trending colors, the trending designs, and they went out and sold the heck out of it. And so I think a lot of people get scared that they have to come up with this new innovation when they don't. They just have to go find the trending product because you sell what people are buying and that creates a successful business, right? You don't have to be creative to do it. You just have to find the trending product. And then we also teach, but it doesn't take a lot of time to do it. So in one of the businesses that I have, it's called How Does She? And that's a blog and it's got 1.9 million followers on Facebook. Crazy, huh? Nice. And yeah. Very you want to know the next step that's even like cooler? Oh, yes. We grew it organically to 1.9 million. We didn't pay any Facebook ads on that. Wow, that is impressive. How long did that take you guys? Once we figured it out, it took us about a year and a half to do that. So we were stuck at about 150000 and then we found out what works on Facebook. And so we applied it, and then it grew it about a year and a half to $1.9 So a lot of people think that because of that, that these businesses are successful. So I wanted to prove that, right? Because when people tell you you can't do something, then you have to go out and prove it. Just so you know, that's not everybody. Not everybody <laughs> feels that way. Hey, Allison, you can't do this. All right, watch me. It's not- <laughs> that's been said to you seven times, hasn't it? <laughs> hey, you know what? I've stalked both of you. You both do that too. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have to talk about your restraining orders and things like that towards the end of the show. Restraining so, orders? <laughs> yeah, very uncomfortable from the stalking that's taken place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm All in right, Thailand. So, Don't worry. Okay. All right. <laughs> Don't be out there anytime soon. <laughs> feel temp- temporarily feel safe. I guess that's enough distance, right? Wouldn't you say, Dean? <laughs> I think definitely for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so what? Uh, like, you got over a million followers organically in a really short period of time. Quite honestly, was there a secret to doing that? Yeah. So, you know what you learned in uh, elementary is to share. Mm-hmm sharing works still as adults, like really, really well. So you get in these groups and you share each other's content and you share over and over and over again. And that is really the key to success is sharing, right? Like both James and Dean, you guys share information, you share knowledge, and that's what helps each other grow. And so it's just what we learned in elementary. It's just to share. And that is really the key to success on Facebook. It's funny you say that, you know, because one of the things that not a lot of people know about me is we've actually started another company because apparently that's the done thing now, isn't it? We just keep starting new companies. (laughs) But um, in the makeup and beauty space, and we noticed actually just the other day, because I haven't done a lot of organically growing Facebook pages or anything, but we noticed... When we share content or posts from other related Facebook pages, not as, but just other related pages in that market, we get a lot more engagement sharing their content than we do our own. 
Yes. And it was just something interesting we picked up on the other day. We were, we've been trying to be creative and get all our own content and images and posting this stuff. Mm-hmm. But just hitting share on someone else's post seems to work a lot better for us. So it's interesting you say that. Yeah, it does. So when we post um, something on How Does She, it doesn't do very well. But when other people post it, it does three, four, five, ten times better. And then it's the same way with the other sites that we work with. They'll post it on their own. doesn't do very well. But when we post it, it does amazing. Facebook wants you to pay, right? right. It doesn't want you. They don't want you to get free traffic. And so right. when you post your own, I think there's... I don't know, something that holds it back. But when you're sharing someone else's content, they're like, oh, they're playing in Facebook land. Let's uh, let that one go a little bit more because they're playing in the sandbox. And so that's that's kind of what we found. And it works really well. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. Like I say, it was only, it was an accident we saw that. So I'm glad you've just confirmed that. (laughs) Yep, Yep, keep doing it. And if you want, send me some links over to How Does She Not Post them for you. Oh, very cool. Uh, excellent is that, is that an open offer there we go cut the show i'm out, I'm out. Yeah, we're good. Get, get those links stat <laughs> i want to go back to something that you said that uh i think is a really really important point you don't have to come up with some crazy idea shark tank style uh absolutely mind-blowing you know it's going to set the world on fire sort of idea in order to make money so true so absolutely true Yet, you see the majority of people constantly trying to find the right idea or the next big thing or, you know, what's going to make them, you know, a millionaire or a multimillionaire or a billionaire or whatever it is. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I think selling scarves, I think everyone would agree that's probably not a disruptive technology. It's not anything, you know, that... Uh, anyone would be like, oh, yeah, we're we're going to change course and, you know, change humanity by selling scarves. But you guys are selling scarves. Your daughters are selling scarves and making great, great money doing that. Can you talk a little bit more about that philosophy? Because I think I think that's super important for people to hear about that. Yeah, absolutely. And then and another thing that I want to add to it is a lot of people think they have to have this huge, massive social following like we do on How Does She to grow million dollar businesses. And you don't. Here's another example. I went out and I built a company based on pillowcases, like the most boring, plain product known to man, pillowcase that everybody has, right? And in under two years, we built a million-dollar company using (laughs) a product that was not a Shark Tank idea. And this company has like zero social following whatsoever. I think it's maybe got 55 on Facebook and that's my brother and my sister. And I guarantee you they did not make it. The 55 passionate pillowcase people in the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did not make you it. You found them all. You you own the market. <laughs> Alison Prince, the queen of the pillowcase market. I didn't, I didn't know that's how we were supposed to announce you at the beginning of the show. I apologize. That's right. That's right. Change the title. Change the title. <laughs> so can you, I know we don't have time you know, to go into all the detail and everything on how exactly how that's done. But high level, how does one go from taking a business that's very ordinary, right? Pillowcases and scarves have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. And you have no or little social following besides your close friends and siblings from the sounds of it, and turn that into a seven figure business in less than two years. Like, how does that happen? 
it goes back to the sharing. And then also you add affiliate marketing in there because people like to share, right? But they like to share when they get paid. I mean, that's just icing on the cake right there. So you build a company around something that's shareable and then you give them some money and people run with it. And we got to a point where we actually had to turn people away because we couldn't fulfill the orders fast enough. Our manufacturers couldn't get us the pillowcases fast enough. And so we were turning away business uh, just because it was taking off like crazy. It was so exciting to watch as an entrepreneur. That's awesome. And you you had said something that also was uh, worth mentioning again. You don't have to come up with a crazy idea, but you do have to find something that's trending, right? Because if people didn't, (laughs) no matter if people didn't want pillowcases, then you know, and that wasn't something they were going to buy, then the business wouldn't have taken off at all. So how how are you going through? And like, how did you identify that people even wanted pillowcases and scarves? So what I do is I have in the course that I teach, I show you where exactly to find the trending products, and I have been looking at these sites for probably oh six years. And this is where I get all my ideas from. Now, I don't copy. There's a difference between copying and getting the trending ideas. So when the girls found the scarves were trending, they went and they chose their own colors and their own designs. Um, With the pillowcases, I did the same thing. I went and chose my own designs, my own colors. So I don't copy. We just find out what's trending, find out what the trending product is. And then we reach out to the China manufacturers and then we import them and then we resell them. And so in the course, I teach you exactly, okay, this is where we've got, this is where I've gone for six years. And I have, this strategy has helped me to sell not just like one or 2 million, but like 20 to $30 million worth of products in the last five and a half years. I feel like now she's bragging, Dean. (laughs) (laughs) it's just gradually gotten you know (laughs) i i didn't i didn't realize we were going to be able to then beat the nine-year-olds making 100k now (laughs) now we just went into the tens of millions just completely out of nowhere i don't know how this happened well that's what what happens when you're broadcasting from the jungle in thailand you just throw out all the rules you're like hey this is how (laughs) i want to do it so you've used this same approach to do 20 million plus in sales and you're consistently finding that your formula for finding trending products, not having to come up with a crazy idea, creating a great opportunity for other people to make money through sharing. This is part of your core, core recipe for doing this. Yeah. And I currently live it, breathe it and do it every single day. Mm. So it's not like, oh, this worked for my daughters two years ago, or this worked for my pillowcase business last year. Like it is working today. That's awesome. I, I, I really do love what you're doing, Allison, because, you know, for me, I don't necessarily work with, you know, the entrepreneurs who are not even entrepreneurs yet or who are just starting, right? I, I work with companies that have been around and they, you know, things going and that's that's my wheelhouse is to help, you know, put systems in place and things like that. But what you're doing has the ability to really impact somebody's life in a very major way. Like, you know, it could be, you know, somebody who's working at a day job that they hate or they just want to have you know, extra, uh, you know, financial independence or something like that, which is uh, extraordinary. Like, is this in fact something that you think can help, you know, a stay at home mom or, you know, somebody who's sort of trapped in their corporate job, you know, can they do this too? Or is this because you're such a badass, you're able to just do this and flaunt your 20, $30 million numbers at us today? (laughs) 
Okay, the reason why I threw that out there is because some people don't take me seriously. I'm sure you guys know this as entrepreneurs, right? Some people, they just are like, oh, a cute little, well, they wouldn't say mom too, but cute little mom working from her garage. She probably pays, you know, a car payment or whatever. And so sometimes as a woman entrepreneur with four kids who, I don't carries around her laptop and her computer, people... Or, or my my camera, people don't quite understand, which is fine. They don't need to. But when you get into the entrepreneur world where people want to know real numbers, they want to know if things are, are actually going to happen. And sometimes I have to throw out that number just so they take me seriously. And you know what? Dang it. I worked hard. So <laughs> like it is something to be proud of, right? No, it's absolutely, it's absolutely something to be proud of. And, you know, I'm almost starting to feel bad for you choosing the word flaunt, Dean. I feel like she's scolding <laughs> yeah. for my choice of word here. It's the mother coming out in me. You better watch your words. Right. Okay. No, noted. Noted. I'll probably forget within the next minute or two, but for right now, we're on. No, I, I think it's definitely important that people know that this is real. I think sometimes... What happens is people are like, oh man, you know, she's, you know, she's done seven businesses. She's, you know, done 20, $30 million in sales across these seven businesses, whatever. And then immediately people start putting up their own limiting beliefs, right? Oh, well, I'll never make $20 million or I'll never do, uh, you know, $100,000 in nine months or, or this or that. And so I think, you know, one of the reasons that I really love having you on the show is you have put up some serious numbers and at the same time, you can help somebody who's just starting. Yeah, so that's my goal. My goal isn't to help the people that are like super successful taking them to the next level. Like my passion, what fulfills me is helping people get out of their situation that they don't like being in. So it originated back to seven years ago when I had a friend come up to me and she couldn't pay for her EpiPen for her son. And she had to put it on a credit card and she even briefly thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay off this EpiPen? It has to go on my credit card. And like that made me sick. This is her child's health, right? Like he's super allergic to peanuts. And she had to have a split second thought of, can I afford this EpiPen for my child? That just has always been with me about how can I help people change their lives? How can I help people get out of their situations? What can I build? And what can we replicate for other people to be able to do this and be successful with it? So they're not worried about buying, you know, an EpiPen or, you know, let's say they want to pay off debt or go on a family trip to Thailand. They can do it. They can change their life. And I guess it all stems back to the, because I can, because we have a choice to change and do what we want to do. And so, yeah, I do like, that's what fulfills me is by helping and teaching people who are beginners to play around with it and they're ready to take it to the next level, but they just don't know what to do. Like I love teaching people how to do it and how to make it a reality and watch them see success. Like that's just the best feeling in the world. As you two both know, being entrepreneurs and helping people grow in their businesses, it just makes us happy. It, it's what we want to do. 
Awesome. That's so, uh, so super cool. And so how many of the people that you've taught have taken your information and your process and your formula and, and started their own things? Are, any, are there any cool success stories that you could share about other people taking what you've taking this template and, and using it themselves? Yeah. So I got a, just got a testimonial from a gal named Carrie King. And within the first, I think it was four to six Four to six weeks, she had sold over $3,000. She was stuck. She just she couldn't figure out how to make money online. And she tried and tried, taking so many online classes, and she just couldn't do it. And so she took this class, dove into it headfirst, and she knocked it out of the park and did $3,000 in just the four to six weeks. There's another gal. She is 15 years old. So this even goes to teenagers, right? And she just launched hers. And within, I don't even think she's been up a week. I called her mom the other day to see how she was doing. And she did $200 in sales within her first week of taking this course. And this girl is beyond. She is so excited about the possibilities of it. So I know it's working because I hear these success stories all the time. That's awesome. Do you think this mom is going to have the same problem that you did that her daughter is going to start paying other people to do things for her? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I feel like five years from now, you will have single-handedly closed down the education system because no kids will no longer need it. <laughs> I'll contribute to that cause. Right. <laughs> hey, don't no get me started with that. <laughs> well, actually, all right. So, no, now I will get you started. I, 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 just think I might. You know, D- Dean and I haven't talked a lot about this, but I have, you know, one of my passions in life is education, not necessarily school education, but I think that, you know, people learning how to do new things is what constantly improves the world. And our traditional education system, I think, is, you know, it's failing us. It sets the wrong expectations. It trains people to do the wrong things. Like it's a waste of time. I could go, like, I could probably talk for 15 minutes just in bullet points without even expanding on them, why I think there's a problem. Is there part of what you're doing right now that really is aimed at creating new horizons for people to see alternatives, you know, to the current education system? I think the current education system, you're right, is very closed-minded. You sit at a desk, you take a test. It's A, B, C, D, or E. What about Z as an answer, right? As entrepreneurs, we know it's not A, B, C, D. You have to go... 1, 2, 20, Z, Y, D to get the answer. And so I think sometimes, like I see it with my kids, they have to do math a specific way. Even though they've already found the answer, they have to go back and do it the way that the teacher told them. And I sometimes don't quite understand why they have to do it in that specific way. If they can come up with the same answer, like let them be creative in their brain, right? And then I just don't think they they teach money. They don't teach real life situations, interest, debt, business, how to start a business, how to not get completely in debt, how to run these businesses debt free. I think there's a lot that's lacking just in the real life situation. I, I don't know. Like it just, it kind of scares me that my children are going through this. And I guess that's why as a mother, I'm like, okay, the, the education system is not doing it. So I'm going to give you some choices. Do you guys want to start a business? Do you want to do more chores? 
Like, what are some things that you want to do to help contribute to this world? And of course, they're like, we want to start a business. And so you, know. you gave them the really the great options there. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to sit at a desk where your teacher's going to tell you it has to be done a certain way? Or do you want to start a business and make more money than your teacher? It's up to you, you guys. <laughs> no, it's been, they've learned a lot. My daughter uh, came to me the other day and, and she was talking to me about money. And she's like, mom, is $1,000 a month good income? And I was like, well... It depends where you live and how you want to live. $1,000 in America, it's not going to cut it for you, like, at all. And so we were able to talk about that, and she never had these conversations in school. They just don't talk about these things in school. And so for her to come to me and just say, hey, how much does it actually cost to live? Or, hey, mom, we're going to Thailand, right? How much is a plane ticket? Just these outside experiences, they have knowing that they can live their dream, but they've got to have money to be able to live their dream. And for them to be able to find a way, find something that they're passionate about and to make money from it and then to be able to go do what they want to do. I think that's that's what education is, right? Yeah. Has it created any um, unanticipated side effects that, you know, okay, you know, now you've got a 15-year-old and, you know, she's making $100,000 in nine months and presumably that, you know, she's continuing with this, right? Has it created any interesting situations in terms of her not wanting to continue going to school, you know, spreading her wings earlier, you know, like just, just things like that. Have you guys had anything like that? Uh, no, not yet. And the reason why is because we've sat down with them and said, okay, you're actually going to be pocketing $10 an hour. And the rest is going into college education. They're getting taxed on the, the college education tax. Came in. <laughs> but you know what? Part of me is like, I know college is good, but is it? And I'm going through this debate in my mind right now of if they are entrepreneurs. I went to school, got my teaching degree. They handed me my first paycheck and said, congratulations, you all also qualify for food stamps. And I'm like, what? No. I went to <laughs> to learn math and science to teach the future generation and then I get food stamps too like that just doesn't work for me right so I I think as parents we have to say okay is college education yes we want you to be educated but is it worth it to be in debt and to qualify for food stamps and to be living paycheck to paycheck every single month and so I think we have to take a step back and say, okay, what is it that our child's passionate about? And then how can we lead and direct them? Of course, we're not, we don't want to push them because the more that we push, the more that they'll push back on us. But just lead and direct them to what their passion is and, and find out what, what they love doing. Uh, so no, right, right now it hasn't caused, to answer your question, it hasn't caused um, a backlash because we have put it away into college savings or they've got a Roth set up too. So they can't even touch that till they're like 55 years old. And we just talk to them and say, Hey guys, we're, we're not going to let you be spoiled brats and drop out of high school and, you know, do nothing with your life. There, there are some things that you need to do. Uh, when they go to college, there's going to be money in there, but we're also going to have incentives for them. So they need to get, I, I think like a 2.5 is what we decided. Uh, and then, will pay for their college with that money. If they don't, then they're going to have to go out and, and start earning money to pay for that college. So it's kind of like a reserve for them 
to help them live the life that they want to. If one of them is interested in art or one of them is interested in science, they have the money to be able to pursue that. I think I could probably talk to you about this topic for a long, long time, but I want to just make sure that we're getting everybody the information that they need to keep in touch with you, you know, because I think you're doing something super cool. Obviously, you've got a proven track record uh, as a successful entrepreneur. You've got some cool priorities and, and all sorts of things going on. How, how do people get in touch if they want to find out about your program? They want a little bit of help in, you know, helping their kids start a business or, getting out of their corporate thing or, you know, earning some extra income to help pay for, you know, monthly expenses and stuff. How, how can we uh, put people in touch with you? Okay. So the site's called zero dash 100 K.com. Is that the number zero? Yep. Number zero dash 100 K.com zero to hundred K. And then on Facebook, the group is called because I can clan. And that's the one where we go out and change the world one day at a time (laughs) i like it yeah it's fun it's a fun group over there and there's a lot of people that help and reach out and just we just try and figure it out together i think we grow so much better and so much faster if we're willing to put ourselves out there and share i feel like allison takes a very nurturing approach to business dean (laughs) (laughs) i do don't i you do it's uh it's different (laughs) for me no, it's, I think it's really amazing. And I love that your, uh, your emphasis is on, you know, sharing things and showing people how to do this without having to spend a ton of money. And presumably what works for you could work for any successful entrepreneur if they want to add another stream of income too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. My girls, um, they're super busy, right? They only had about two hours a week to do this. My sister, wow. she has uh, three little kids at home. And she needed to earn some extra money. She did it. She did $129,000 in nine months. And she only worked a couple nights a week and a Saturday here and there. So it, it is. It's so possible to earn an extra stream of revenue on the side without working a ton. You don't have to anymore. We've got technology. We don't have to go to like door-to-door sales or go work a nine-to-five job. We can work with our computers now. So here we are at the very end of the show, and not only do we find out that your daughters are making, you know, six figures plus selling scarves and pillowcases, but they're doing it in two hours a week or less. (laughs) I guess really the ending question, where did it all go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) They go wrong when they try and find a shark tank idea. That's when it... Right. You know what I would just love to ask? I kind of love to always ask this question to entrepreneurs because everybody always speaks about what are the good things you've achieved? What are the achievements? What have you done? Obviously, speaking to you, you've, you've had all these businesses, you've gone through all these changes. What would you advise people not to do again? Like, what, what are the things, if you could go back again, what would have you avoided having been through what you've been through? You know, I think I would trust my gut more. I, think I love that. Sometimes, I don't know, maybe as a woman entrepreneur, I'm like, oh, someone else must have the answer. But it came back to where I really knew the answer. I was just not confident enough at the time. Uh, and I wish I would have been more confident five years ago because I think I would be in, I don't know. If you could go back those five years, you feel like things would have gone better than they have now already with your 20 million in sales. and <laughs> well, I think- She would have a bigger hut in the jungle, basically. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there would be no, an no, extra no. Like, solarium no, no. or sunroom off to the side. <laughs> 
You guys know, as entrepreneurs, we just sometimes do dumb things, right? Some and of us more than others. Some of us make a habit out of it. Dean, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I listened to your story. You you got into some pretty good credit card debt in the beginning. Like we think someone else knows more. We think someone else can solve our problem. When it we really know it, we just have to apply it. And so we just listen to our gut and just do it. And then when we do get stuck, we reach out for help for sure. But our gut knows a lot more than we, I think we allow it to. Yeah, 100%. It's funny. I actually, I've got um, a a quote written down. I I do apologize to whoever said this, but I don't recall who said it. But um, I wrote down, the fear of the death of our dream is why we don't try. Yes. I love that. Think about that. Love That's that. what generally stops people from pushing that trigger. Yeah, push it, do it, make it happen. Definitely. And I, I so love what you've got going on, Allison, because I feel like, you know, everybody's got fear and everybody can, everybody handles their fear in a different way. But you've taken so much of the risk out of this for, you know, successful entrepreneurs and people who haven't even made their first dime outside of a job like you've you've taken the risk out of it for both of those people and i think that's a really incredible result i'm thrilled that you were able to join us from your family time in the jungle in thailand i'm (laughs) i'm even more thrilled that you weren't bitten by anything while we were on this show and it didn't stop the 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 podcast so thank you for keeping all the uh, creepy crawlies at bay dean anything uh you want to say before we wrap up here Yeah, I just want to say thank you again. I love hearing these stories, you know, there's nothing more motivational. It was these kind of stories that got me into business, you know, listening to people like yourself, Alison, hearing what you've done and the incredible things. So thank you for sharing all this stuff with us. I'm I'm just being selfish here. I I don't care if nobody listens other than me right now. (laughs) That was that was Dean's main motivation for being part of this. Like I just want to be selfish. So that that whole thing about sharing, that was a really good message for Dean today. (laughs) You heard it from her, Dean. It's time to share. Kindergarten rules. Kindergarten rules. Do it, Dean. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we will uh, wrap it up here, you guys. Thank you so much for joining Just the Tips with James P. Friel and Dean Holland. Stay tuned for our next episode. We'll bring more great stories from amazing entrepreneurs who are killing it today. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.